Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning, live in studio, I'll be sitting down with the Hope Squad, and we're going to hear all about what they do and how they serve our local school district and everything great that they have coming up next week when we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning, we're sitting down with the Hope Squad, and this is a very important group of students and advisors that help prevent suicide among students. It's a very serious situation, both nationally and locally. This is something that really needs more attention so we thought that we'd bring in the hope squad and hear about the wonderful things that they are doing in the dubois area school district right here in dubois so today joining me i've got a couple of students i've got ren and jada and i've got mr pasternak our local principal and i've got daniel cable who is going to be joining us from pier star to talk about this very important issue but First, we're going to start with uh, our very own principal, Mr. Pasternak. Thank you for making time to b- come in and bring Hope Squad with you. This is a very serious situation, and I know that you and Superintendent Wendy Benton and all of the staff take this very, very seriously. It is a, it's almost heartbreaking to talk about, to be honest, but this is a, can you give us some insight in why we started Hope Squad here? Absolutely, and, and thank you, Michael, uh, for allowing us the opportunity to come in and, 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 and have this show with you this morning. Um, I, I basically, you know, have been a lifer here in our community, in the Dubois community, and I've spent my entire uh, career in education, which is 30 years at this point, uh, at the Dubois High School. And during that time, uh, 25 years of which I was, I was a classroom teacher, um, we did unfortunately lose some students uh, to suicide. And I can tell you that uh, those were the most horrible days of my entire career. Um, they, they are just extremely difficult uh, for our students, for our staff, uh, for our entire community. Um, and a few years back, uh, when I became uh, involved in administration, uh, it has always been a priority of mine um, to do whatever I can uh, in our school uh, to prevent any more of these tragedies. Um, so I think that's kind of what led us uh, to the formation of our Hope Squad. Uh, we all know that. Uh, we have been working through for the past several years a, a very nasty, you know, global pandemic, and and we know that the impact on mental health uh, of those that pan- pandemic was was uh, very profound. Um, particularly, um, what we see is you know among students um, in their in their adolescent and teenage years. Um, so uh, this program is uh, is created. Uh, 
basically it was founded in Utah. It's a, it's an international program. Uh, our middle school actually became the first school in Pennsylvania to institute the Hope Squad, but it's, it's, it's basically a peer-to-peer uh, suicide prevention group, a mental health awareness group. Um, and so what we have here at, at the high school is we have slightly over 30 student members. We have seven faculty advisors, uh, and these students are trained um, to, to basically keep an eye on their peers and and watch for uh, students who you know may be struggling going through some tough times Uh, we know that it's difficult growing up in today's world Uh, I know we were speaking briefly before the show about uh, the impact of social media yes I was going to ask you about that if you want to expand on that sir that'd be great yes uh, in in my job I mean dealing with you know students in grades 9 through 12 every single day um, we, we quite frankly see a lot of issues uh, triggered from, from social media um, that impact students' mental health. Uh, when I was in school, you know, if, if there were issues at school with another student, I mean, the end of the school day came, uh, you, you got away from it for, for several hours. Right. Chances are when you came back to school, things were better. Hmm. Uh, in today's world, I mean, this, this social media bombardment occurs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, truly, I, I, I see that many of our students that, that do struggle with mental health, uh, I, I see a direct correlation there with, uh, you know, the negative impact that, that, that those students have with social media. Um, I did see last week on the news uh, that the U.S. Surgeon General is now recommending or going to recommend uh, that that students refrain from social media until the age of 13 and, and honestly uh i'd like to, like to see that maybe age become a little higher um because <laughs> right. it, it, i think it's just a maturity thing right with the power of of some of these sites and it's not all the sites but uh there are some sites out there that quite frankly michael i I wonder why they were even created, you know, right. what was the intent or the purpose. And I'm sure you see it at school. I mean, it seems today in society every child has a phone. And that wasn't the case when I was in school or when you were in mm-hmm. school. It yes. seems they have access to this yeah. readily. Yes. You come yeah. in in the morning, they're on their phone. They yeah. leave, they're on yeah. their phone. Yeah. And, and our students do a good job, you know, throughout the school day of, of you know. Refraining from Refraining that. from yeah. that. Um, but like I said, in certain pockets, it does become a, a problem that, you know, is, is one that we deal with, you know. But surely often. that has an effect on, um, I, th- I think what you're getting at is, it seems that social media is uh, isolating people and yes, students I, find themselves more isolated. I, w- I would say that in many cases. I would say in many cases. And, uh, but our Hope Squad, you know, getting back to that, uh, one of the things these students are trained in is to recognize when this is occurring i mean obviously these kids are more in tune with what's out there on social media uh these students uh in our hope squad uh often become more aware of problems that are existing or developing um that might lead to you know some bullying going on some harassment uh and these students do a wonderful job of helping bring that attent- bring that uh, to the attention of, of trusted adults in the school uh, that are obviously trained to, to help assist and intervene and, and uh, 
you know, hopefully remedy the situation as soon as possible. Um, so that's, I, I just think it's a, it's a great program for our school. Um, like I said, it's uh, in today's world, uh, we all need to be looking out for each other. Um, Absolutely. As I mentioned earlier, you know, in speaking with Marissa, um, it, it's, it's really cool to me uh, and really gratifying to see how much these kids care about each other, our Hope Squad members. They care about their peers. They care about our school. They care about our staff. They care about the entire community. They're very, very active. Um, and I just couldn't be more proud of them. And they're, they're doing things uh, to make our school better. And, yeah. and that's really, really what it's Most all about. Most definitely. And when you say that there are like, I think you said 35, yeah. don't quote me directly, but I think about 35 students at the high school level. That's pretty impressive to take in the world of all the sports and other activities that students are dedicating time to this very serious situation. Yeah. And the other, the other neat thing about this, and I don't think I mentioned it is these students are peer nominated. I mean, these kids weren't selected by adults in our school. They were selected by each other. And quite frankly, last spring when we were forming our Hope Squad, we just surveyed our student body uh, in, in an online survey of, of basically, hey, uh, who are three students that come to mind as being someone that you could really trust, someone who, who you know you could count on, someone who, who you know is willing to lend a hand and help and non-judgmental and avoids the drama that that many teens get caught up in uh and these 35 students you know got so many votes throughout our mm. school it's just like wow yeah that's and, amazing and I, and I told their parents when i met with them this past summer how proud they should be because uh they're raising wonderful wonderful young men and women and, uh, and, and, and people are taking notice of that, especially their peers. Absolutely. And I think what so. we'll do is we'll bring in some of those wonderful students and we'll talk to them Excellent. and then we'll bring in Daniel, but we will go around the room, but let's bring in Ren and Jada this morning and we welcome them to their big radio debut. They were live with uh, Marissa on the morning show, but we have them here in studio and Ren, how about if we start with you, pull Sounds that microphone good. up and Tell us, like, who you are and why did you want to be, I, I guess, want to be a part of this group? You were nominated by your fellow students. Yes, I was nominated by my uh, fellow students. I'm a uh, sophomore at the Duos Area High School. Um, I'm also very active in the community. I've always been. And um, when I got that letter, letter from the school that I was nominated, um, I was, you know, proud to uh, sure. been selected by my peers. Um, a big thing is, is, you know, with the mental health today and social media, it's dwindling down on us and it's, um, it's our lives. Like, um, social media is a part of my life, you know? Right. And it wasn't for all of us growing up. mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, and helping people has always been one of the things I try to do even before I was in the Hope Squad and before I even knew known what the hope squad was you know always sure. lend a hand out to people because you know it's a thing you do right but your fellow students noticed that about your characteristics and your own character that they nominated you which is great so congratulations to you and jada thank but you 
I want to talk to you, Ren. You said something interesting. Um, it seems like social media is bearing down on you. Um, talk to us about that for a minute. Like, I think somebody, and I don't want to speak for you, but your age group seems to be bombarded by it. Yeah, you know, looking back, um, I kind of wish social media didn't, you know, come into my life as soon as it did because um, I do regret getting it because it really does, you know, bring me down sometimes looking at things, you know, and I think so many of us rely on that to communicate with people and to just be who they are. Their whole personality is online and it's not within, you know, themselves. It's what people put on them. Right. I think that's a great observation. I think when I was younger, you had actually had to pick up the phone and call somebody. Mm, You don't have to do that anymore. But also to Mr. Pasternak's point, you saw your friends. If if there was an argument or, you know, among students at school, it stayed at school. It probably got dealt with by the next day. I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah. I think it goes on and on. Like what you said about, you know, bullying within the school. Nowadays, it's all online. You know, right. you, you don't see it, you know, going on in front of you. It's all on your phone. You'll hear about it at lunch. You'll hear about it when you get home. You hear about it, you know, over summer break. It's not like it's only school. It's, you know, all the time, like Mr. Pasternak said about social media never takes a break. Right. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Jada, we'd like to hear from you, if we may. Tell us about you. Uh, tell us why you got involved with Hope Squad. Okay. Um, I was also elected by my peers, and I am a junior in the Du Bois Area High School. And um, I wanted to be in Hope Squad because I want to help and change the bad things in the world and in our school. And I want to prevent anyone from hurting themselves and hurting others. And I feel that sometimes, you know, maybe the principal is a little too busy and needs some extra help from us. And I think that's what we're trying to do is trying to help um, our advisors and then let them know the situation as well. So then they can fully get the support and help from the right people. Right. And Hope Squad's got some great things coming up. Next week is going to be a very busy week. I think it's February 16th. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the National Day of Help. Uh, Mayor Eddie Walsh is coming over. He's yes. bringing a proclamation to the school and to the organization. You were the first Hope Squad in the state of Pennsylvania. Started at the middle school, but the bigger organization now is at the high school. Can you tell us about that week? So for Hope Week, it's February 13th through the 17th, and we have so many things going on each day, and we have a main theme during the week, which is beach-themed, um, to just bring back the summery vibes and happiness and uh, let know that there are people who are lifesavers. And uh, we have different days, uh, different themes for each day. Uh, Monday, we have Black Out the Social Media and we wear all black. Tuesday, we have Show the Love and Wear Red for Heart Association and Valentine's Day. Wednesday, we have Explore the Positive, Dress Like a Taurus. Thursday is Camo the Hate and Wear Camo. And Friday, we have Wear Yellow for Suicide Prevention. We also have activities each day um, during the day, and uh, we also have 
for Valentine's Day, candy grams getting handed out downtown um, throughout Dubois. Which I just saw the candy. We've got it all stacked up. Oh, it looks yes. like it's going to be a big deal. Yep, and we have Hope Squad and the Middle School Hope Squad all helping out um, delivering those candy grams. And we also have our giveaways each day, which are like bracelets, beads, stickers, lifesavers, lollipops. And we have some awesome stress-relieving activities happening. It sounds like a wonderful week coming up. We appreciate you coming on. We may get back to you, but I'm going to bring in Daniel uh, Cable, and we're going to have a short discussion as well. Uh, Daniel, if I'm correct about this, you're with Peer Star. Yes. This is something you're very passionate about. I know from meeting you last year and uh, meeting Dr. Hudnall, who I believe is the founder of Hope Squad. Yes. Something you're passionate about. Talk to us about that, why you got involved, why this is so important to uh, our schools. Absolutely. Uh, let, me, let me open with some statistics, Michael. Sure. So suicide is the second leading cause of death for those aged 15 to 24 in the United States. Mm. 20% of high school students report serious thoughts of suicide, and 9% have made an attempt to take their lives. So with our Hope Squad, my involvement in that, I gotten involved with uh, with the high school hope squad when they started came into it and in my mind as with uh, the field of mental health the field of psychology the earlier the intervention the better off one is so I knew that coming into this if I could work with the youth in the community with various events that I create and host and educate them that's going to help them in their mission I mean their right. mission is of course to work with peers and to help them when they're in a crisis. But the more they know about this, the better off they're going to be. Absolutely. And a lot of them are going in blind in certain aspects of it, not truly understanding the field of what mental health is, depression, right. anxiety, and, and so And what on. to look for, I, right. I'm guessing, so you train them on all of that. And can you tell us maybe what are they looking for? What? How do you know, like Michael is at school and Am I down just that day, or is there something you look at that says, all right, Michael has a problem? Well, I mean, I think overall uh, what one should be doing is engaging with their peers daily, right? regardless as to how their facial expression may be and so on. One should be approaching one regularly and saying, how are you? Right. And we don't do enough of that. It can be that simple, but I mean, right. very impactful to just say, Daniel, how are you? Right. And we, and we don't do that a lot. We, I mean, we, we live in a very selfish society. We do. Right. right. But those statistics you rattled off are, uh, they're a little numbing and you hear them and you're like, wow, that's a problem. It is. It is. That's, so that's an epidemic. It is. So the more we educate, the better off we're going to be. And I know just in these past two years what has gone on in our community that people are realizing right. that there is a problem. There is a problem. And when you hear, when I personally have individuals approaching me and saying, I heard this, I know this, that they're getting educated. And that's what you want mm. because we, we, we have this separation between those who are struggling and those who are not. And we have to bring those two groups together in order for our communities to be healthier. And I'm seeing that, I'm hearing that from individuals. And that in itself is gratifying, knowing that we're making changes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to your point, um, certainly we've all read local obituaries. We're like, oh my goodness, 
like this yes. happens. This is real. The, the, there are definitely students, unfortunately, struggling today, whether at Dubois or our local school. You know, could be at Central, could be anywhere. Yes. We tend to just think, oh, kids are at school, but there's a lot going on in that day in those six to eight hours that they're at that building. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the youth don't realize that there are resources out there. There are people that care. I mean, you always have this chain where you can go to your peer, you can go to your parents, you can go to your teachers, you have providers in the community, you have there's all these resources. And I think a lot of the youth don't realize that they have these resources to utilize right. and the hope squad in itself is there. There's that great resource. You have a peer that's willing to listen to you and direct you towards the resource that is going to help you get better. And that's what you want out of all of this. Right. Absolutely. And I think, I think what's most amazing is this peer to peer. So it nominated by their fellow students, but these are students that truly care about other people and, really take the time to maybe get to know every student, like you suggested, that they say hi. Yes. They know what's going on. I heard, I don't know if it's at the middle school or the high school, so I apologize, but there's a a coffee shop. Students gather around and literally talk to each other, I think, for 24 minutes, if I'm right about that. And I find that wonderful. Like, that's a great a great thing to do in the morning. Absolutely. You know, and like I said, the more we engage, the better off we are going to be. And you have to break. I mean, I know we have all these cliques and so on that go in high school. I mean, we've, you know, Michael, you and I, I mean, growing up in high school, you have your jocks and your preps, you have this and that. If we break that and are just able to go and just reach out to anyone, there's so much, it's going to get so much better. And you just have to realize that, that we're all the same in the end, no matter what we what we say, how we dress, we're all the same. We are all the same. We all have struggles. Absolutely. I only have about three minutes left, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll finish up with you and Mr. Pasternak. Thanks, Michael. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Hi, folks. Are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services. We provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We're having a very serious discussion about uh, Hope Squad and... I really appreciate the Mr. Pasternak and Daniel Cable making time and bringing students in to explain what they're doing to help prevent uh, suicide amongst students. But Mr. Pasternak, uh, we probably have like less than two minutes now, but I kind of wanted to give you the last word, but I am quite impressed with the program. This was the first in the state, and that's very notable. I understand that now other superintendents are reaching out to Superintendent Wendy Benton to say, how can we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I do think it, it is something, like I said earlier, we're very, very proud of. Um, I know that schools from throughout Pennsylvania have contacted us here in the district uh, inquiring about, hey, tell us more about the Hope Squad. Tell us more about how you got started. Um, you know, you know what's, what's the procedure, you know, and uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's really flattering um, to know that, 
you know, we're taking the lead in this, but, but as I said, Michael, it is something that, that we are taking seriously. It is something that, that we all deal with every single day. Uh, and we want to remain mindful of that. And, and I always tell uh, the students and my staff, you know, that my goal every day is to have our students come to school, first and foremost, be safe. And part of being safe is that you know that you're going to be treated well, you're going to be respected, and that uh, you're going to be able to go on about your day. Because if, if that safety factor is missing, then then certainly uh, we, we have difficulty educating the students. And, uh, you know, and it's all it's all rolled up in one. It goes no, together. I totally agree. Safety's got to be first and foremost. And as Daniel said, we're all in this together. We really appreciate you making time, sir, and for your students joining us, uh, Ren and Jada. And Daniel, thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Thank Hope you. Squad, we expect great things next week from you. Thank, thank you, you for joining us.